yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's Not That Deep, bro, and we're back, guest. another special guest, uh, we're just banging them out, That's I'm what it so is. happy that it's from our 24-7 Brethren, that's you know, right. We have <laughs> our brother Glenn. <laughs> yes. How you doing, bro? Good, good. How are you guys? It's all good. Well, I've had a day off, so I'm, I'm, I'm ready to talk, and uh, I'm nice. just so happy to have you on, man. Thank you yeah. so much for doing this. No, I'm, I'm really pleased to be on here. Like honestly, like <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I've been listening to this podcast for quite a while now, and it's like to actually be here is quite surreal. It's like, so listen to you guys, and obviously I know you like, from the building and stuff. <laughs> and it's now like, you're here. I'm actually here. It's like, what? It's like, this is the first time being on a podcast, and it's, uh, yeah. It's, and you're, you're a film aficionado, Glenn. You, you make films. You are. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> GM Finney, you've got your film company, and you yeah. put out legitimate films. Yeah, we have, yeah. So we've been, we've been doing it for about eight years now, um, just like putting out like, independent films, like made around the city with no money at all. Mm. Um, we do our best. Like, yeah, we do, we do our best. We've said next time we wanted to kind of run you through the normal process of what we do here on the first time we have you on, but we need to have you on next time to watch one of your films. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be amazing. Like, I was a little bit nervous coming on here because I was like, I could talk forever about my own films, but when it's someone else's film that I haven't seen, I'm not familiar with, it's like, wow, that's like, uh, I don't Is know, it, man. But there's <laughs> fresh, like, emotions in your head that you could just yeah. like, sort of, like, give yeah. out. So yeah, it's not like you go home and like study it like, okay, what happened in that scene exactly? And mm. You know what I mean? You just say what's in your head yeah. as soon as you like see it, yeah. which is great. And I'm really excited to see what you, what your opinion of a film is f coming from that place where you mm. made something. Yeah, so yeah. That, yeah. That's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really exciting. But let's, uh, let's fire up the Randy Master Mark. That's right. So everyone already knows we use this beautiful better tech <laughs> called the Randy Master 5000 <laughs> where it randomly selects a film from our list our database our folders the archives the archives yes Glenn so would today you, would you do the honours yeah Please of course yeah. Do the honors. Do so it. we're going to give you a, a, countdown a countdown from 5 to 0 and all you have to do is click Okay. Yeah. Literally yeah. just on yeah, on that pad. So Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. And the film we are watching is Mel Brooks's High Anxiety, nineteen seventy seven. High wow. anxiety. Wow. Wow. I okay. I know who Mel Brooks is, so That's this a deep cut. leads me to believe it's gonna be a comedy. <clears throat> yeah. A comedy. A film. comedy. Yeah. Okay, so I'm ready for this. Yeah. Everybody listening, go get yourself that nice warm beverage or just whatever you want. I'm, I'm sick of telling you to get a warm beverage. Yeah. <laughs> get a... Why? Don't <laughs> wreck the system. You know um, what I mean? We've got a... We, we have a, a, a... A good thing going. A good thing going. We can't just leave it at that. You know what I mean? We're going to keep going. Get that beverage. You take exactly what you want and we'll see you on the other side. Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh yes, people of the It's Not That Deep Bro fan base. We are back from watching High Anxiety <laughs> by Jesus Mel Christ. Brooks. Oh my God. Glenn, you are the guest here, so yeah. you get to go first. What did you think of that? That gave me high anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Just watching some of the insane characters, like they were so over the top. Like So over. I mean, I, I didn't know what to expect when going into it. I mean, now looking at the description, it obviously says like, a spoof of several Hitchcock films. So yeah. I was like, all the references I kept noticing, I was like, oh man, it's like, this is really... I've never seen a like, Hitchcock yeah, film. Oh, so really? Like, I, I no. noticed two. That, yeah. That I got Psycho and The Birds, but go on, what, what Vertigo was a huge one. Oh, like, really? Vertigo, like, especially that ending. Um, that is kind of like the, the ending of Vertigo as well, mm. like, sort of similar sort of thing. Is it a the, funny film then? But no, 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 no. It's not. Well, it's not supposed to be. But looking at it now, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I watched yeah. it recently, like during the first lockdown, and um, yeah, it was, it was quite a good film actually. It was like quite. What's that about? Um, it's about this. I, I can't remember what he is. I think he's like some sort of detective or something, and he's, he's got like um, vertigo, and he just don't like heights and stuff. And he gets really dizzy when he goes to like high places. Um, it kind of revolves around that. He's like got a love interest with like bright blonde hair, just like the. The, the woman in that. It's on our list. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a re very good film. It's worth checking out. I won't, I won't spoil it for you, but... Yeah, Vertigo. Yeah. Because I'm not really uh, a man that likes heights, but but I do love roller coasters. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's probably because I'm, like, just strapped in, secure. I know mm. it's not, like, 100% secure, but... I'm strapped in and I'm going somewhere yeah. compared to like if you were just at the top of, I don't know, the fucking Eiffel Tower with no no bearings there. You just, you're just yeah. looking down. Oh my God, I would <laughs> die. <laughs> die. Yeah. Heights are one thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too bad with heights. Like I've been up like a lot of tall buildings like the Empire State and stuff. And it's like, like you say, when you're secure, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But, if you're up on a ladder, like a massively tall ladder, or like on a hot air balloon, for example, or something, it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's mental. I feel like when, like, Empire State Building level height, it kind of becomes, like, fake. Yeah. You don't even yeah. process it as being real. It's like no. being in a plane. Because you've seen <laughs> it so many high, times, yeah. like, on yeah. films and mm -hmm. stuff. Helicopter shots and that bit. The whole, like, I mean, I, I don't mind even going on planes either. I want a bungee jump. Mm. And I want to uh, skydive. So... Like, even though I'm scared of the whole, like, looking down, I'm also, like, excited because, I don't know. I wouldn't say... An you, end is coming near. I wouldn't say that you have vertigo because people no. with vertigo typically wouldn't get on plane. No. No. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah, I don't have vertigo, but, like, I have a, a mild sense of height scaredness. <laughs> what did high anxiety bring to the table for you, Martin? I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so funny. It was just what I needed. What I I wasn't expecting it. The 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 whole like comedy side of it. Yeah. It's yeah. very like when you like in some of them scenes when you hear the like music and they're like, what the fuck is going on? And so all of a sudden there's a band playing and you're like, Yeah. It, it's very it's very much like Oh, what what's the word I'm looking it for? Lives. Direct, like yeah. like 
what they are feeling or what they're hearing mm. is exactly what's happening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as, like, that shot when the camera was just going in to the fucking <laughs> window, you know and what I'm saying? Smashes. <laughs> smashes. You can like, hear them talking, like, whoa, whoa. Maybe, yeah, they, maybe they won't notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> they won't shot. notice, yeah. <laughs> I think those are, the, like, the best bits for me by far. Like, the interaction with the the actual crew and stuff was just like yeah. hilarious I thought it seemed to live <laughs> in like the same world as like Looney Tunes cartoons yeah but it was pulling that off in a real way like that with the dramatic music coming in and the orchestra driving by that's like straight out of like a cartoon Tom yeah. and Jerry or something <laughs> like that it, I was I was thinking you know when they would they did that scene with the mirror mm. not the mirror the glass um if they actually acted that when they looked around or was it like an actual surprise? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it would be so good if, obviously, Mel Brooks was like, you know what? I'm going to make him think it's just a normal uh, Mistake, dinner scene right. and right, all yeah. that stuff and we're just going to have no more talk or whatever or mm -hmm. whatever scripted. But then in the background, he's like, look, as soon as you get to that window, <laughs> you smash the fuck out of it. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, look, like, what the f What? But yeah. I don't know if it's real or not. It could be... Oh, it's a movie, so it could be fake. I would hazard a guess. I would love for it to be that, though. Like, yeah. This film got me thinking about... It's 1977. Yeah. And, like... I don't know. The 1980s, special effects are here. Yeah. In in a big way. Mm -hmm. And Mel Brooks is... I don't know... I've, I, I believe this is my first ever Mel Brooks film. Me too. I've seen. Me too. And I can Same. just see at the bottom there, Blazing Saddles in the bottom left-hand corner. And I'm aware of that film to an extent. Yeah. Um, but what I know about Mel Brooks is that he's a great appreciator of Hollywood and cinema in general. Is he still alive? I'm not sure. We'll find that out in a minute. But he... Like, you could see in this a great appreciation <coughs> for not just Hitchcock, but like film in general yeah, yeah. so yeah. this special effects have kind of like really changed what a film can be and i see this like just at the end of the 70s like the peak of traditional filmmaking mm -hmm. to the point yeah. where it the tropes and the stereotypes are so ingrained into the culture that he's making fun of them and he's like bending mm. them and the stereotypes that exist that the audience obviously know to be cinematic traditions and mel brooks is playing with these ideas to there was a bit where what's the the bellhops character's name the one who oh yeah Bofy, Bofy. yeah no what oh the driver the guy who kept trying to pick stuff up and says i've got it I've yeah got yeah, it. yeah the driver Bofy. Uh, i can't uh, remember his profi, name i think or, or brophy bro either profi or brophy that was a bit mm. when he had tape ripped off his mouth yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, split second i was like well like he's gonna scream but then he didn't and he, <laughs> then he screamed <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah! So you think about it, that would probably happen wouldn't it like there would be a bit of a delay yeah and he'd be like ah yeah but you expect it Instantly, and that shows that Mel Brooks is like aware of what the audience expects. Yeah, and he's yeah. like completely messing with that. It, it's pretty masterful stuff. Yeah, but then at the same time, like we've watched crazy films that are like, uh, you know, very avant-garde. This is a very human tale. Yeah, mm. compared to Holy Mountain or like, yeah, Enter the Void. Enter the Void. Like this, this 
like doesn't even hit the scale of weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No. But it's just so. I don't know, it's so it's still fun. A, it's absurd. It's so fun <laughs> yeah, it's to just mental. watch. Like I could probably watch that again without ha- with any without any issue. Cause it's just like a film that is just so wholesome in the comedy that it has. That mm. I'm like, even though I know the story, the story doesn't mean shit because it's <laughs> it's inconsequential. It yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it's the comedy I'm looking for and it's just all there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like a just that whole that the thing that got me probably the most was the um when <laughs> he was the the speaker at the uh that event or whatever <laughs> <The> psychiatrist yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and the kids were woo 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 the balloons and all yeah. that <laughs> to have all those actors like I assume some of them are quite like, I know Clarice Leachman was in this film, who's like a renowned American actress, but to have all those actors talking like that, completely absurd dialogue. Yeah, Yeah, but nowadays you could see that happening. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, Back then, yeah. Back that, then was it was it, a lot harder for people to be like, "Are you fucking serious about this? You know yeah. what I mean? Do you want me to talk about all this shit? What? Yeah, what are you on about? Do you know what I mean? Have you ever seen like um, any of the Carry On films? No, no, I think like, I have. Very similar. They're British. It's basically British versions of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, very. I don't know slapstick. What's I don't even know what the word to call this sort of humor is. It's just like innuendos. <laughs> Yeah. It's all based on... What? It's a, a lot of innuendos in them films? Yeah. It's, it's like a... There's, there's maybe 30 or 40 of them and each each one is set in a different scenario. So it'll be like carry on camping, carry on hospital, carry on... And it's the same actors, but they're all... In, in different in outfits. In different situations, yeah. basically. Mm. And the humour's incredibly similar to... So are they like short films, not? No, well, they're about the same as this, like an hour 20. No, they'll be no longer than that. And there's about 40 films? Yeah, it's like a British institute. A lot of humour that exists in like current British shows comes from these carry-on films. Yeah. Um, I see, all right. There's a very famous scene. Oh, what's the woman's name? Barbara Windsor. That's her name. Yeah. Thank you, Glenn. Barbara wins. Yeah, where carry on camping and they're doing like aerobics in the morning and her bra pops off. She's like doing this and that is very infamous because I assume it was the first time a lot of kids in the 70s. So titties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh my God, we're going to get this on tape. Wank to it for like two (laughs) seconds. (laughs) Peggy Mitchell's tits. (laughs) They're the sort of films that would be on at like 3 p.m. on ITV. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's where this film took me. I was like, I'd watch this at my grandma's on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. 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 100%. This is where like, I don't know, I'll probably take take my kids to watch this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, look. This is how not to act in any situations. <laughs> I mean, the the way that he was, <laughs> the whole like starting, uh, when he started coming out, uh, when he came out the plane, when that woman was screaming at yeah. somebody else, but it wasn't like for him. I sort of knew that this was going to be a yeah. stupid film. Yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I love you. <laughs> it was the way that he, when he first displayed high anxiety, 
he like really it was so over the top he was like holding onto the ledge going so over the and top. that spin as well like the, the you'll notice when you watch vertigo that's is that from that's that? a big theme from that yeah well that's the thing What's i've never spin? you know like on a poster where it's got like the the spiral the spiral yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah. yeah right yeah, yeah to display his high anxiety <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've got high i don't have high anxiety <laughs> i hate parents that was like I knew that, was, that, was, that was the moral of the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not scared of heights. It's my parents I'm scared yeah. of. Yeah. Oh, um, God. I've never seen a Hitchcock film. Really? Which is like sacrilege, I know. Well, to be honest, I hadn't until last year. Really? Yeah. And I, I sort of, because we were in that lockdown and stuff, I was like, I'm going to watch as many old films as I can. Mm. I sort of worked my way up and I started with like Psycho and. Um, uh, Vertigo and like stuff like that, and Citizen Kane as well, which is um, that's awesome. Wells, how many yeah, awesome Wells? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. How many films would you say you watched like, last year? Last year, I'd probably at 60. Like, 60. But that's that's a lot for considering. Well, that's a great little challenge to set yourself for lockdown because I did a yeah. similar thing with like just music and film. You're like, I'm gonna get into something, mm. use this time, yeah, yeah, but um. I've obviously I've seen the scene in Psycho with the sh- the scene that was shown in yeah, this, which was, was hilarious. Shot for shot, like yeah, <laughs> shot for shot, and then the way that the like the ink was running off the paper, <laughs> and it in the Hitchcock from that's blood, yeah, and the yeah. person gets killed. You know, you'll know the trope of just as the shower curtain was about to be pulled, the violin done, yeah, dun, yeah. Dun. yeah, that comes from the Hitchcock film Psycho. That's where that right. was first ever done. And that whole scene in the shower was like a shot for shot mm-hmm. remake of that thing complete with when the ink was coming off the newspaper and spilling down the drain. That's obviously blood yeah. in Psycho. Because and he was black and white as well. He's dead, obviously. Yeah, and there's that shot of him like on the back. That guy's yeah. not getting a tear. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the birds, which I noticed, which is a... Yeah, I was like, what the... Why did you just put that in there? Because that was it felt probably out, out of place. Oh, course, yeah, yeah so bit. out of place compared to like everything else. He would just sat there and then yeah. all of a sudden tried to shoehorn something in, didn't they? Like, yeah, another joke. But then the birds itself is a. I've always it's on our list because it's. I like I love the concept because mm. it is. Forget those birds shitting on him, and imagine them just following him around and like <laughs> being a nuisance. Like getting right. all in his shit. That's yeah. what the birds is as a film, and it's actually meant to be quite like scary, but not in like a. You can imagine how that, well, not in a jump scary sort of way, like a modern horror, but like one of those things where like the pecking at you're you. in your house and you're looking out the window and they're all on the fence and you're mm, like full psychological. Up. Yeah, it's like a building, yeah. hot sort of horror. Um, but they're they're the two that I noticed, and really. What this film, Tom, is I just need to watch some Hitchcock films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Basically. do you guys think that there's any, like, from the psychiatry that was said yeah. in the film, do you think any of it has any, like, actual solid ground? I mean, or was it my most made up? What about the, how is he, is he still alive? Oh, you want to know if Mel Brooks is still alive? Yeah. Um, in terms of the psychiatry question, Martin, I would say that everything I heard in he that must film be in his 90s by now. was was on point with right. what they were saying, yeah, sort of thing. And even the stupid 
conclusion of I didn't hate heights, I hate my parents. Yeah. I mean, that's like basic, that's yeah. like therapy 101 right yeah. there. But I love how it was all just handled very like nonchalantly, the psychiatry <laughs> theme. It was, it was a pure I story like, device, yeah. nothing more. I feel like it was just like a quick, like nip it of like, okay, let's put this out there and let's move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mel yeah. Brooks is 94 years old, still wow. going. Yeah, I knew he was in the 90s. That's crazy that he's still alive. Has he acted in anything <laughs> or made anything recently? Let's see what his most recent... He must be like senile back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard David Lynch talk about him. That's how my context of how I've... David Lynch, his autobiography is on Audible, read oh, really? by him. Oh, wow. And that's definitely worth it. Yeah. Because he talks about getting into the industry and how certain people helped him. And Mel Brooks was one of the people... Oh, wicked. That, really? Yeah, that helped him out. Um, that's actually really weird. You know, we were upstairs before recording this. Yeah, yeah. And Dan said, what if you get a film like Star Wars? And I said, oh, we have got a film called Spaceballs. Yeah. That's a Mel Brooks film. What? What the hell, man? No way. Well, what? when did that come out? <clears throat> Spaceballs is like... So now I know what Spaceballs is probably going to be. Like, it's going to be Star Wars. That, but Star Wars. Uh, that's what Spaceballs... I can't wait. And that's on our list. I see it talk spoken about loads on the internet. I yeah. can't wait. It's, like, referenced a lot. So the last that's 10 we... episodes from now, now. <laughs> the la yeah, we can't watch... We have a rule. So we can't watch another Mel Brooks film now for another 10 episodes. Oh, okay. Just yeah. so... <clears throat> we know, don't get doesn't... the same director, like, over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last film Mel Brooks made was called The Producers, and it came out in 2005. It seems to be a remake of a um, film from the 60s. Yeah. So he doesn't seem to have been... Actually... Has he had any appearances anywhere? Yeah, he has acted in recent years. Has he? Um, he was in Toy Story 4. No way. Yeah. No Hotel, way. Hotel Transylvania 3. Okay. Like voice actor then. Yeah, like it seems to be a lot of voice acting work. In fact, all voice acting work since <laughs> the nineties. Mm. <laughs> since the nineties, <laughs> or at least the early two thousands, it's been like mostly voice work. He's probably not very mobile then, is he? Like no. being like in the nineties, like yeah. they probably he probably turns up at award shows every <coughs> now and then to say bits and. Bites. But to be honest, Amer Americans um, when they get to a certain like age, some of them. Are still like going quite hard. Look at I don't know Joe Biden, nearly eighty years old, yeah. president mm. of the United States. I always yeah. think about like you know Scorsese. I mean? <clears throat> Scorsese's still like really coherent. Yeah, and he he's made loads of new and recent fucking. Yeah, work. he's, he's yeah. still um amazing still going. films. Yeah, how old is he? Scorsese's like in his eighties. Yeah, mid eighties, yeah. something like that. Him and De Niro. Clint yeah. Eastwood as well. He's got to be 90, hasn't he? Oh, I think so, yeah. And he's you know, still directing and acting. His son May. was just on Joe Rogan All right. and the, talking is, about his dad. And he was saying he, he's good. He's still mentally there. It's Clint weird. Eastwood. When you said that, yeah. your face looked like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> literally saying, Clint Eastwood <laughs> is old as fuck. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Am I talking to him right you now? Like lucky punk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, what? He, he was his son was on Joe Rogan. Really? Clint Eastwood's son. Yeah. And he was talking about how number one, how crazy it is to be Clint Eastwood's son. And then number two, how his dad is still kind of coherent enough to do films. Yeah. 
not to rehash another podcast, <laughs> but he was also talking about how um, he's like really quiet. Clint Eastwood <coughs> at family events, and then he'll just like come out with something like, you know, I went out with Frank Sinatra once, and you're like, you can't just sit there for the whole event, family event, being silent, and then just come out that you were with Frank Sinatra. <laughs> like, yeah. Apparently, he lives in a different world to everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like when you've had that much fame for that many years, it's sort of like, may maybe it gets to a point where you're like, okay, a lot of people talk about me, a lot of people do this shit. Maybe I should just say whatever I want when I want, you know what I mean? Once yeah. you get to a certain like age. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, mm. it shows how long these people have, like, to think that Mel Brooks helped out David Lynch, and David Lynch is old. Mm. Yeah. So, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's number one, cinema's been going for a very long time, and number two, there's so many generations of filmmakers now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the films that are coming out now, like Minari that we watched last week, that like, the storytelling that's in modern films is so dense. You can make really nuanced films these yeah. days that Yeah. Yeah. It, high anxiety. Has Mel There's not much meat, you know, emotional right. meat to it. <laughs> <laughs> has Mel Brooks uh How long has he like when did he start making films? You'll know when Mel Brooks' first film was. Mel yeah. Brooks' first film was in 19... Well, his first acting role was in 1963. And his first kind of... If you're telling me High Anxiety is his first directed... No, 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 no it's not. Um, he wrote a <clears throat> film called New Faces in 54. Um, and then... Oh, that's interesting. So in 1968... The last film he produced, uh, directed was actually a remake of the first film he directed. What? Oh, so the that's first film why. he directed is called The Producers, and the last one he directed is called oh. The Producers. Ah, is... so maybe it's like an end to end yeah. sort of situation. To I see mean, what he would do like with it now. Yeah, like, like, yeah. that would be interesting to see the take that he had as a young filmmaker and the take that he had at the other end. That's of well cool. Uh, have you put them both down now? Uh, they will. I think the first producer is on the list. I know, so he did Young Frankenstein, um, which is quite famous because it, it's got Gene Wilder who played Willy Wonka yeah. in it. And <coughs> again, that's like, I think all of his, Mel Brooks' films are comedies in the same. Yeah. I bet he was in a few, Gene Wilder. Same so. sort of era, weren't it? The yeah. I mean, was just the way this was shot reminded me so much of Willy Wonka. There's a, I don't yeah. know what it is with the cameras or the, the just the way that films from the seventies look—they've mm. got like a very distinct color palette to them. And yeah, they have. Yeah, skin looks very pink. Yeah. <laughs> Do they? Because I, I know when I watch films like in the seventies, I can see the way that they built some of the stuff. Like you know when they were. Going on that tower, yeah. I could see that that was not. Oh yeah, real. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you can just literally see it that that's like I don't know, paper mache or some shit like that. <laughs> that they built around it, and then just on top of it, it's a white fucking tower or whatever. But yeah. the way that it was shot, it looked like it was massive. But obviously, it's shot like mm. probably so, from the from below it to look at it. Let me drop a bombshell here. Dr. Richard Harpo Thorndike was played by Mel Brooks. Yeah. 
I know. What? I did not. I already knew that. I did not really. Get that. Yeah, no. I swear that I, as soon as I saw that person, because he at the start has said uh, starring Mel Brooks. As oh, so you were paying attention. To yeah. The credits, uh, as soon as they said starring Mel Brooks, I'm thinking, okay, he's the main character because he directed it. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, that's Mel. That's Brooks. crazy. No yeah. Way. So he's he's a. I thought you knew that already. No, I would have no, told no, you no. already. That change, <laughs> it quite changes what I think of Mel Brooks now from yeah. knowing that he wrote that, directed it, and starred in it. Mm. And he wrote movie. the song. And I did see. He yeah, wrote. I noticed that, yeah. yeah. The High inside. I see. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that felt like a really 70s move as well to have like a song like that yeah. in the middle of a film. Yeah. <laughs> you could hear the... Uh, the Non-diegetic sound is yes. what you're about to refer the to. The what? In that scene, it was crazy obvious with the lip sync and the way the sound wasn't live. Yeah. Was well, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna say that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't live because you could. As soon as their song ended, they just fucking it changed there, there back to normality. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like yeah. cleaner sort of audio. That was recording in like a studio or something. Yeah. yeah. And then he would hold his mic down here, and, you and he to was, like, was yeah, <laughs> and he was just singing. That ran long, and his yeah. mouth wasn't open and yeah. stuff like that. So. <laughs> but then. I don't know. I can. I can. I've heard. But you people... can see that, even though that that was wasn't great, it's still the song was well, top that's, notch. Yeah, the song was yeah. nice. And also, I think it, I've heard. I've heard people refer to Mel Brooks movies before mm-hmm. as like a thing. Like you know, once you know what a Mel Brooks movie is, they're like all. Oh, you know what a Mel Brooks movie is going right, to be okay. like, sort of thing. Sorry, so, I'm, I'm, what you're saying All these is, little details, I think, yeah. are hallmarks of what a Mel Brooks film would be. Like, the absurd humour, the stuff, the kind of janky feel to the set, kind of breaking and, like, stuff not being quite right. I it's get, so weird. I get the sense that this is all Mel Brooks's... Mm-hmm. Every time shtick. something would happen and some dramatic music would come in, everyone like... Yeah, yeah it looks up. <laughs> look around like where did that come from yeah where did that come from what's that sound I love it I I, I love this film yeah it's gonna be top five bro top five <laughs> film top five Martin. film so just cause it's so funny we watch a 2001 Space Odyssey yeah, yeah. stuff like that mine's like high anxiety yeah. Brooks. yeah for com- comedy wise if I was like say if I was naming my all time favourites from every film we've done it probably wouldn't be, but for comedy, mm. that's definitely top five. What did did you think about that at all as like a filmmaker, Len? Like, yeah, I was gonna ask you that. I don't know. It's hard with comedies and stuff because, like, normally, like nowadays, I tend to work on the visuals and stuff, like mm. just sort of director of photography and stuff like that. Um, so I always look at like how it's been shot and like the different ways it's been shot. And to be fair, this one had a lot of interesting angles and stuff like that, you know, going through the window and then yeah, the yeah. shot, the funny shot where he was on, um, the camera was underneath the table and it was like a glass table and they kept putting stuff in front of the on camera the yeah. and the camera had to keep moving like, <laughs> yeah. away uh, to, to be able to see the characters and stuff. Oh, that's so funny. I remember that scene, but I didn't yeah. pay attention to that. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, oh, finish your strudel. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, okay. yeah, that's it. Put a fucking big tub on you, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Done. That scene's done. It was stuff like that. It was, it was amazing. It's just, 
thinking outside the box in terms of like camera angles and stuff like that. It's just really cool. There was that one with in the birds bit that I really liked that had all the pigeons around the perimeter <laughs> yeah, of that yeah. roof. I thought with that it, their funny. ass out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, it's it very, it a very visual comedy and like, I think I'm going to look at that and probably incorporate some of that stuff into my own like, stuff if we ever do any, any comedy films. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's ve- very interesting. That, there was a specific bit when he first meets, um, what was the name of the supposed Cocker Spaniel? Uh, Mr. Arthur. Martin's good with these names. Ah! It was like Briar. Briar. No. Yeah. Branson. No. Arthur Branson? I nearly remembered it then. It was on the tip of my tongue. Brisbane. 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 That's it. Brisbane. Brisbane. And uh, when when he met Mrs. Brisbane for the first time and she was like, shh, they'll hear, they'll hear us. Close close the drapes. (laughs) And there was a bit where she was like, on your knees, on the floor, stand up. (laughs) He was so quick. Sit down. (laughs) No, not there. Get up. There. Physical comedy. Yeah. Now, who are you? I'm all for that. Because that's such a commitment from the actor yeah, to like do yeah. that. <laughs> in fact, all the actors in that were probably well, pretty physical, weren't they? Like in terms of facial expressions and stuff. You don't really get that these days. Like, no, it, that's it. Really, I, and I think it died at like this era, like towards mm. the end of the seventies. That sort of comedy started to die because people were all excited about t- special effects and stuff that was happening. That this sort of you had to rely on that physical comedy in lieu of having the effect to show something more, didn't you? Yeah. I suppose so. It's like, how extreme can we make an expression to get our point across yeah. without effects? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I feel like I could do it. Show an ex- an expression to show my feeling. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. How I feel in that certain situation. Although I feel like if I was filming that or being a character in that, I'll be laughing so fucking. Oh much. yeah. Oh, I just Definitely, yeah. all the time. Just like I can't do this scene. I, I need feel to calm like down. I'd appreciate <laughs> like a behind the scenes for a Mel Brooks film because mm. I bet it would show like a great love of cinema and like some real high grade filmmaking. Yeah, uh, that's the the vibe I got from this that he like. To be honest, it felt like he was dicking around. Like, from a director's point of view, it felt like he was having a lot of fun. And, like, this just felt like that, a lot of fun sort Mm. of thing. Yeah, I mean, it really tickled me, I guess. Tickled you. It really tickled me. It's just just a good comedy. That's all I got to say. So... Closing thoughts. That's how we, we wrap things up around here, Glenn. What, what are your closing thoughts on this film? I thought the, the humour was very appropriate for the time. <laughs> um, it holds up surprisingly well, though. I think because we've not seen so much of that style of film in recent times, it's refreshing to kind of go back and see how it was done back then. Yeah, yeah man. How it but, all started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do have spoof movies, don't you, like, literally what is it called spoof movie or something like or that. something like yeah but yeah. it's not quite the same no it's ridiculous yeah they, they, i know exactly what you mean this is uh watchable yeah Enjoyable. it is it is it is yeah what do you mean by spoof movies it's like date movie and scary movie the way oh, the way right. wines yeah. wines brothers the, the wine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, yeah and just parody movie i mean it's kind of 
I'm trying to like the the superhero movie or whatever it was. Yeah, it was a and they were like late 2000s. So even in the 2010s, that sort of movie has kind of <clears> died. Yeah, in a way. Mm. I don't know if you've heard yeah. of that recent movie, Bad Trip. I have heard of it. Oh yeah. wait, is that with Eric Andre? Yeah, and that's kind of shot. Um, it's like Jackass, but with a plot. Yeah. Seemingly. Apparently there's stunts that happen and things like that, but there's a narrative within the film that's also being kept up. Okay. I swear that I swear that's um that's there's some actors in it, but most of the people are actual real people. That's what it, real yeah, people so yeah. that is where <clears throat> parody has gone. But I would yeah. like to see a return of this sort of humour because yeah. like, it is very I mean now wow. Obviously, they'll have they'll definitely do it with special effects anyway. But even with special effects, I feel like they can still make a pretty funny film like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be fun, Martin. Um, not a lot that I can add from what Glenn has said, but other than uh, I'm ready for another fucking Mel Brooks film. To be honest. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, if if they're all as funny as this one, or they all have the same style of comedy as this one, then I'm gonna have a good time. So it's added to your list. It's I've been added to my list. I'll probably like probably watch another one when it's not with the podcast, so then just see if it carries on. It's if it, yeah, it's something that you if it still tickles my whistle. What are your closing thoughts? <laughs> that was a great time. <laughs> um, yeah, I've really enjoyed getting some clarity on like who Mel Brooks was because he's someone who I've heard a lot of directors and actors talk about. You know, so like yeah. finally getting to see who what Mr. Brooks is and what he's all about mm -hmm. that was that's quite exciting. And then to get a taste of the late seventies kind of absurd humor that was fantastic and also to get my weekly reminder that i need to watch an alfred hitchcock film i also greatly appreciate a weekly reminder so you get that like well yeah if I'm, on, if I'm on letterboxd or reddit i'm probably <clears throat> gonna come across alfred hitchcock mm -hmm. and every time i see anything to do with hitchcock i'm like you're an, you're a fucking idiot jack you have film podcast you've not seen any hitchcock films like what are you doing well they've well, they're supposed to be like the they are filmmaking 101. They are like the bread and butter, yeah, of a lot of the things that you see ev that now are considered like standard in, in filmmaking, yeah. Okay, um, that's good. So, like, are there any of them, yeah, on here? Um, there's Rear Window, The Birds, and Psycho. I'd recommend starting with Psycho. Start with Psycho. Yeah. Because when I watched that, it actually surprised me. Like, I wasn't expecting mm. some of the bits in it. I was like, wow. Like, that's a scary it. film. It's not like it's, it's not scary at all, not, especially not in this time. It's like definitely not scary, but. It's made a long time ago. Yeah. When was it? 70s? I think it's 1960. 60? Yeah, I think I, think. I could yeah. be dead. I could be wrong about that. So, okay. Yeah. But like it'll be might. scary like Zodiac was scary. <clears throat> that's how that film will be. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. not like nothing to do with ghosts or spooks. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a man just like, with a knife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's the body. Fair um, enough. Anyway, 
you know well, Glenn, what to do. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on. No, um, thanks for having me. Please. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's been great. Thank I appreciate you. it thank so you very much. much. And we've mentioned GM Finney, but you've also got your uh, Chromosphere Media. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's... what. Can you... What's the difference between GM Finney and Chromosphere Media for people that don't know? Okay, so GM Finney is about like narrative films, so like story-based films. Mm. Um, and Chromosphere is like corporate video. Well, I don't like the term corporate video because I we don't really word, yeah. do that. <laughs> it's more like business videos. So we're marketing with like, and yes, it's mar- yes, it's yeah, like marketing yeah. videos. Yeah. So yeah, food and drink industry based videos. So mm. like cafes, restaurants, and products and stuff like that. Nice. Have nice. you actually? Wait, have you done any yeah. videos? Yeah, yeah. So, I, so you do know like the sort of tricks they put to like make something look yeah absolutely amazing. Well, Glenn yeah. helped. Well, I say helped. Glenn is like the guy that made "Fly Me to the Moon" look as good as it did. Like, <laughs> I, you know, it, I, I'm so in debt to Glenn yeah. through the process that we went through on that shoot. It's just incredible, man. Oh. No, it was great to work on it. Like, uh, yeah, it's great to work on anything as part of this studio. It's, it's really cool. We are blessed to be part of this community, aren't we? Yes. That's right. Are, yeah. That's right. Nice group of people. The reason I ask is because I saw like a reaction video of somebody reacting to how they make, you know, the burgers at McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. tasty, yeah, yeah, yeah. like shoe polish, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And all that stuff. And yeah. I was like, How the fuck? And then he was just reacting to it, and I was reacting to him reacting to it. And I was like, Holy shit! Because I was looking at this, and I was like, What? I love seeing those shots of like in the advert, it looks like each individual element of the burger is like flying through the air in yeah. slow motion. But those shots are done like that, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's literally in like seconds. a very quick shot, yeah, slowing down. I've done a few times like throwing strawberries in the air and like doing it in super slow-mo. Mm. But it's like, like you say, it's just like, throw it up and it lands and then, but no, that that shot can last like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. it to. Once you get it in the computer and like, yeah. you, you see it slow down, you're like, whoa. Mm. Yeah, I can stay here forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I also right in thinking, Len, that you're a part of the band Stranger Mayhem? Yes. I. <laughs> you're just um, a renaissance man. <laughs> Look, just give the people what they need, which is, your Instas, your your Facebooks, your Twitters, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, hit them up with everything that you think that they need to hear you on. Okay, so um, GM Finney Productions is at GM Finney Productions uh, on Facebook and Instagram. And Chromosphere Media is chromosphere.media on Instagram and Facebook and the web as well. And The yeah. web? The web, like, yeah, like, yeah. We, a, web, a website. Yeah. We normally <laughs> like to end with with a musical number, and we normally like to have it from Leicester City. That's like what we do. So I was just wondering if there was like, I don't know, a stranger may a uh, stranger mayhem song that you could throw our way. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. It, I'm fantastic. in another band as well called Better Off Dead. So there's loads of... Oh, we've got Better Off Dead yeah. as Better well. Better Off Dead so as well. Oh Damn. My God. We, well, maybe we'll go... So <laughs> maybe we'll do two, one from each. Well, we've done maybe. Stranger Mayhem, so maybe we'll go with Better Off Dead. But either way, go check out Strange Mayhem and Better Off Dead. <laughs> one <laughs> of right. those band songs will be at the end of this podcast. Glenn, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. me, guys. That's thank a you. real, real... Man right there. Let's do this. <laughs> Go check us out at MIPLTD on Instagram. I'm Oland. You can find me at Oland underscore Instagram. Martin. That's right. You're skipping. Ab, ab, 
Yes, I'm skipping, You're bro. Still skipping. Why are you telling the people that I'm skipping? Because you're on the road to the world. Yeah, Trump. that's that's okay, <laughs> but they don't need to know. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they Martin, want to find me, they know me where I am. Very happy every morning waking up knowing that you're skipping. When I see that video, and I know if other people follow you and see that, it's something people you need it in your life. People, I, that's that that's true. That's true. But you know, they'll see me. On my own Instagram, doing that shit. So and what is that? Doesn't need to be said. Go on. My own Instagram is at Martin Diverge, and that's it. Really, you can find me at on Facebook at that same name. Don't do that. That's weird. What? <laughs> what? What is weird? Huh? <laughs> Don't ask oh. people to add you on Facebook. That's a personal platform. No, no. I said find me. You can find me at the same same name. I'm not saying I'm gonna add them. House, but this if they like, if they have something, if they have something interesting to say, then obviously I'm gonna add. Them. We should get a telegram machine for this room. <laughs> a telegram machine. Right. What? Just to like. Every time we're like oh, doing a podcast, people just send in their telegrams. Beep 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 beep. beep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so that's much what, for listening, guys. That's what we have for. That's what we have emails for, right? Telegrams is dead. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. It's been a great podcast. Have a beautiful night. See ya. <laughs>